Hello everyone, welcome to Not A Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Anaru himself, and uh, this is just a quick little intro. Thank you uh, so much for sticking with us all this time. I know that the past couple of months have been sort of uh, not great when it comes to consistent episodes, but you know, uh, that's that's what happens when uh, the things get in the way. Uh, if you want more information on that, there's a little episode previous to this one that has more information on where we've been and all that sort of stuff. Um, but this is the ARC 3 Q&A episode. Uh, we finally got that done. It was streamed on Twitch uh, a few weeks ago from when this is being recorded. So uh, you could follow us on Twitch if you feel like doing that. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get back into doing streams and other things like that in the future. Uh, we did our ARC 3 Q&A answering a bunch of questions that we had. You'll notice a theme of food. D- not sure why that's the case. We didn't record at any particular meal time, but that seemed to be the case. Anyway, we go through and answer a bunch of questions from ARC 3, as well as sort of clarifying some aspects of other episodes and previous stuff as well. So big warning, of course, spoilers are a thing. Uh, and seeing as this is a Q&A, yeah, you want to watch out for that if you haven't seen all of ARC 3 already. Um, hopefully the summary episodes for the future arcs are going to be coming up soon. Arc 4 is just a couple weeks away. I'm saying this hesitantly because I'm not 100% sure. It all really depends on how much time I have to create the summary episodes and everything like that. But, uh, if all goes well, Arc 4 should be coming out pretty soon. So, uh, without further ado, we're just going to go straight into the Twitch live stream of it. Uh, so you'll, you'll see the voices change and everyone pop in momentarily. One more thing, of course, a big shout out to Glitch X City for the ambient music in the background here. This is the one hour lo-fi remix uh, on Glitch X City's channel, so go and check them out if you haven't already, because if you haven't, you're, you're missing out. I'm just telling you, they, they make great music. So without further ado, I think we can uh, begin. Cool. Um, past me, take it away. This is the point where I stop, so I should probably just stop. Okay, bye. Either Anyway, uh, thank you very much for following the channel. I'm glad to see that we are back. Also, how does it feel listening to us again? Hey. Um, it's it been a great. minute. It has been a really hot minute. You guys, a little bit longer than a minute. But. For, for, for all of y'all, I did post a little thing a couple days ago, like, hey, we're alive, we're well, and I'm dusting everything off. But uh, uh, And then we, the people on the chat, the people on the chat, the people on the, the show, we've talked to each other relatively recently. But for all of y'all, you haven't heard my voice outside of the extra episode for a while, and then you haven't heard theirs in even longer. So, how's it going? It's all good, friend. It's all good. Uh, thanks for popping in all the same. Uh, speaking of, let's uh, let's officially get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Not a Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Andrew himself, and with me here listening to a random Taylor Swift album that I'm totally staring at right now. It's me, Mansoor. Um, I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Um, Specifically and Reputation. I'm, and, I'm, <laughs> um, and I'm here with somebody who has a tier list of every tier list ever. It's me, Muhammad. Believe me, there are some real D tier and F tier tier lists out there. And, uh, I would highly avoid those tier lists if I were you. So, uh, hey, <laughs> remember Arc Three? That was a no. that was thing. <laughs> 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 uh, that was a thing. Um, uh, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, 
little tidbit for everyone listening. It has been about half a year since we finished recording that. So you're serious? Um, oh wait, you're right. Yeah, because we finished recording it like back in June, like like or February or March. I don't. I don't think it was no, that we weird. No, it was like April. I think. I don't know if we even... It was end of March, start of April. I was slightly exaggerating, but, like, it has been a long time. It's been a long time. Isn't it, isn't it that we finished recording Arc 3, like, right before final started, and then we were like, eh, let's take a break. No, no, we finished a good... We, we had, like, the last, like, month, month and a half of the semester that we did not record. We stopped recording in, like, March or April. That yeah, okay. sounds because so we, we really yeah. tried to pile up on the episodes so that uh, we had this timeline in of like oh we'd be done by July or something like that. Uh, well, that didn't happen because then <laughs> they took a break for semester related stuff like edu- education, uh, and then right when things were getting back to normal, I took a break, uh, which <laughs> fit in perfectly. Uh, and here we are with a random episode just getting tossed out whenever. Uh, maybe it's fixed now. I say hesitantly. It, it'll it'll probably be touch and go for a bit considering um you know all of us have various real life transitions that you know are <clears> in terms <throat> of you know moving just and getting, died on stream that's great business move. money <laughs> yes oh, that's, that's, that's the greatest it, part of the last couple of episodes if, if you remember that then uh, you're, you're real well um, but we are here. We are we are live on Twitch right now. If you're listening to this after the fact, sorry, this is terribly edited and or uh, done. But um, Q&A sessions are always live on Twitch. You can check that out. Uh, the channel is The Adoran Region. Alternatively, you can look up Doran Region, just straight up, because that might help you search for it. Uh, there are people in the chat. Say hi, chat. Hi, chat. See, it's funny because I can say that now, and there's going to be the, like 15 second delay. So that's true. <laughs> There we go, we got Elon. There it is. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? Uh, So we're going to do the Q&A for Arc 3. Um, Feel free at any point to toss in questions you've got in the stream chat on Discord, specifically at the GM's office, because that's where I'm looking right now. Uh, I'm going to designate Mansoor to look at the chat if questions pop up there, because I probably won't be. Uh, And he's able to look at the chat now. We've we've given him permission. Uh, This isn't a Pokemon Adventure, and so he's allowed to look at the chat. Uh, we yeah, I still have to finish my Emerald playthrough. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time for a lot of stuff. Uh, but we are here, we are live, we are active, and we are going to go through the questions. Uh, I don't, is there anything we need to mention before getting started? Um, Arc 4 in progress. Arc 4 is in progress. Uh, I've mentioned Arc- previously to the Discord and anyone that listened to the most recent update episode, Arc 4 is just stupid. What we've recorded for so far makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's if you dumb. thought the first three... Technically, four arcs of the the, the show was wild. Um, that that pales in comparison. It's 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 a train wreck. Uh, and we're only a, and we're only a few episodes in. I think we, we, I think we've done three. Episodes. We have done we have done three episodes of arc four, three and episodes. it is already a mess. Uh, and think of personal have, blame because it's all of our fault. We 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 may have collectively just completely ruined the universe in terms of like there's going to be irreparable damage but yeah i can point i can can point at all of us and say because of this decision that you made pointing at one of the three of us this entire universe is completely screwed up what me no see that's a sign (laughs) the only thing the question is not which one of us screwed it up 
it's either which one of us screwed it up worse or which one of us screwed it up first. Good point. A question that I, I, I have to wait. That's, I can, that's an, I can answer first in the next Q&A. Yeah. There's a there's a clear answer for first. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So again, uh, if you're in the chat, toss it in the chat. It's all cool. Um, I'm looking on the Discord. I also want to uh, mention this now because I don't think this will last as long as it is. But uh, Patreon, that's a thing we have. If you feel like uh, donating, is it donating? Being a patron, supporting, uh, supporting us on Patreon. Feel free. Uh, due to a, a frankly, and I've told them this, stupid donation, we are now over our $50 tier per month, which is dumb. Uh, you're ridiculous. Uh, pure Glazion. I'm gonna shout you out here. You're dumb, okay? You're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> I love you. I appreciate you, but you're stupid. So mean. Okay. So mean. Um, anyway, uh, because of this, uh, we have a lot of things that we've, uh, unlocked that'll be happening in the future i haven't even finished the the website because of real world stuff so that was the first tier from 1992 that uh we unlocked through natural means um by the way before yeah. we continue on pure glazing on i need to I, I do sincerely appreciate you and uh i don't want i don't want this to be like oh he's he does he you know he actually hates my guts or anything like that i, I do really 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 appreciate it. um but with that said it, i don't know if that was the uh, best decision financially anyway uh yeah I need to go through. I don't even remember what the tiers were. All right, let's see here. We got uh, the first tier, which we did uh, covering the cost of the website. The website's being constructed. Um, that's in progress. Probably more progress now than later. Uh, I promise it will come out eventually. Uh, the $25 tier, uh, reaching this goal, will allow us to get started on upgrading our logo design. So we're actually getting a new logo, uh, or at least Thank an alternative God. logo. Because <laughs> this logo, I'm going to be honest. I, I threw this together in paint in about 15 minutes, and while it's, I appreciate all the love that it has, it doesn't deserve it. So, um, also beginning the process of pod, podcast-specific merch, what that is, I, I, I don't know. Um, we'll, that's a, we'll, we'll take it one step at a time. Once, um, we'll, we'll think about making merch. How's that? Uh, yeah, but, but things, things are in the works, which is, you know, by definition, like, like, things are happening. Yeah. Eli, I appreciate the confidence about the logo, but I do not trust myself with artistic decisions. Plus, uh, the logo does use uh, intellectual property of a certain company that we may or may not be basing this podcast off of, so the faster we can get it upgraded, the better. Um, uh, the $50 tier, reaching this goal, means we can commission art. So uh, get ready for that, because we're going to have art of like fancy moments. Uh, remember way back when, uh, when uh, what was it? When Ralph uh, suplexed Kyle over a table? We might get art for that. Yeah. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, so commission arts, we could, that'll be a thing popping up in the future. And then finally, the big tier, uh, $200 a month. This is gigantic and creating an actual system itself. We are a fourth of the way there, and there might be other tier goals that come in in between if I think of anything. But for now, that's sort of like the end-all, be-all type goal. Uh, and, and by creating the system, we mean like fully publishing, like, you know, a handbook. Yeah, a full-fledged and, book and you know, maybe some like... Uh, what does D and D do with their stuff, like uh, sample adventures and stuff like that? Might yeah, do that. like uh, what's it called in D and D? The Monster Guide, Monster Manual, like yeah. There's a stuff. there's a Monster Manual. There's a Dungeon Master's Guide. Um, yeah, like yeah. everything you would need to basically play with the system that this show is basically just play testing. Correct. Yep. Uh, I need to change it on Patreon as well. Um, the way that I have it listed right here is that those supporting us on a tier and higher will receive a copy of the game for free. That's not true. I think I'm just going to make the entire system thing free. 
uh, they'll probably get like a already made like game. Does that make sense? Like a storyline, whatever those are called. Uh, like a yeah, campaign. yeah. The campaign. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll probably have a, a campaign set up at least because yeah. yeah, I don't want to put the system behind the paywall because that seems wrong. Plus, you guys I'm probably like, get better uh, with it than I am. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm you know, with you on that. What's it called? Uh, like for D and D, there's like the Lost Mine of Fendelver. That's like the first. It's like it's supposed to be like an intro, like easy-ish campaign. Well, like first getting into D and D, so I would just imagine yeah, exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had a bunch of suggestions for art. Um, honestly speaking, if you want to toss these into Kyle's studio on the Discord, uh, I'll note them down. We have a suggestion for the beach courtroom scene. Oh, that 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 would be cool. Art for the O art moment. The o, oh, bro, oh my god, oh, <laughs> <It's> so long <laughs> ago. Uh, that I, something tell, something in the back of my head was like, I, I think that moment is probably the one people want to see the most. So. I could see that. Uh, you freaks! <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, um, but we we've stalled for long enough again. Thank you very much if you're supporting us on Patreon. If you're not, that's absolutely fine. Uh, it's not hurting us by the least. We love doing this show, and uh, I'm the one doing it for free the most, I guess. So. Uh, I've done it for free for this long. I can do it for free for longer. But, but you know, support is always nice. Anyway, uh, I'm going to scroll down here and just try to find questions as, uh, I don't know, what... what uh, We have uh, Muhammad, I think, doing uh, construction work. Yeah, no, I am in a very precarious situation. For people listening, I have just moved into a new apartment and it is empty and I have, like, you know, like, a very, like, noisy, like, air mattress, so... That is a. That's a oh my gosh. Yeah. By the time we start, well, I say by the time we start recording the episode, like when when we record, like you know, actual our core episodes, it, it will not be this noisy. But gotta make do with what we have. All right. Let's see here. All right. So I'm gonna go with the first question we've got here from Eli. Uh, this is sort of an editing question. How often do you actually edit out things that you say you'll edit out when you're recording? Um. Not often. <laughs> there are way too many instances where I say, no, don't worry, we'll cut this out, and then we don't cut it out. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, whenever... I, I usually don't get to listen to the episodes back uh, once they're, like, you know, edited and published. Um, but I, I, as we're going, anytime I, like, say, like, oh, let's maybe, like, you know, cut this out or edit this out, or yeah, any, anytime I throw out something like that in the back of my head, I know it's not I think it depends on who... It, I think if you guys say cut this out, I'm more likely to cut it out than if I say I cut it out. Because if right, you cut it out, yeah. I assume you have some reason for it, and then uh, generally cut it out. If I have it, then I come back to it with a different perspective a few months later yeah. when actually editing, and then think, yeah. like, okay, is this actually as dangerous of a topic to be in as I think it was at the moment? <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, a, there's, like, a joke. like a, It's, like, an observational joke, but it's, like, what is an, what is an editor's least favorite sentence? We'll fix it in post. <laughs> here, here. Uh, let's see. In terms of editorial stuff, while you're looking for the next question, I feel like uh, us as players, the the editorial input we have isn't more in cutting as more adding. The the number of things I've gotten to add in post has been beautiful. Wow, TFTI. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen. You hear me say during recording sessions, hey, like future honorary, like do this and that. You could hop on the wave. I could. Wow, voice crack. No, yeah, I, I am not one to talk. I barely even respond to our group chat, so as it is. <laughs> uh, 
While I'm going through, trying to <clears throat> scroll through, because uh, I've done a poor job of keeping GM's office. So there are, there are two questions in the chat right now. I can just read one, um, if you would like me to. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Has the cast listened to the extra episodes, like the anniversary ones and the Halloween? Uh, I can confirm I have, shockingly. <laughs> uh, I've been meaning to. Uh, life has been pretty crazy lately. I have them like downloaded on my phone. I just have not gotten around to them. Um, I definitely would love to, though, especially since we've gotten to a point where they're not going to really... Most of them won't spoil anything for me anyways, but in terms mm -hmm. of the context that they give now won't really affect the gameplay moving forward so yeah at least I, as far as i know i watched or i was listening to um the, i was i started listening to the halloween one with like our call out with chaotic pod i think it was correct it was chaotic pod and a bunch of people i'm not uh, mistaken Rude, <laughs> fact sorry, check yeah. me please uh, it was Chaotic Pod and Two's Company, which, speaking of, right. uh, I'll, I'll throw this in there. On Two's Company, on uh, Jonah's new adventure through the Wandering Home System, my episode just recently came out, so if you want to check that out, you can. Wow. Um, yeah, I started listening this, I think, to that like one. Nine years ago. I started listening to that one, and I got as far as like the characters introducing themselves, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> True story. So, wow. Not a dick. I thought I was disrespectful, but man. not a not a dig on the quality of the people collaborating or the editing or anything like that at all. It was you just, have it just was, it was, you have just ruined the rest of the Pokemon. No, 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 no. It was just it was very late at night. It was in the middle of the semester. I was I'm a very tired student, and I just could not bear to stay awake. I'll sh I'll stop talking now. <laughs> I'm a very tired student, says the one who routinely stays up until three in the morning with no problem. Yeah, that's why I'm tired. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but yeah, but I would no, like um, I would like to listen to them when I get the chance. Listen to the show. This show is kind of weird that there's all this sort of other stuff. But yeah, um, anniversary episode, Halloween episode, uh, definitely gonna get back to doing those as well i have a few ideas in mind that's the cool thing about taking breaks is that that's when you get the best ideas and then can't act on them because you know i'm a real genius like that he says start punching a pillow getting roasted in the chat right now this is great um i have another question <laughs> from the chat if you would like me to read it as yeah well. go for it i'm still uh scrolling through so pure glacian asks uh how do you make the best grilled cheese we're gonna get into a fight, I think. Somebody, somebody, somewhere is gonna get into a fight over one of the three answers that we'll have, assuming they're different. So, I, so I, my family didn't really like make grilled cheeses growing up because we're not white. Um, what? Whoa! That's a. Hmm. Whoa! It's just It's just wasn't. It's just not a part of our culture. Like I feel grilled cheese here. is not. Grilled cheese is just not like the go-to snack, but. There is so my family did do this thing, and I don't think it's I don't think it's rooted in any kind of culture. I think it's just more weird. Um, so what we did is that we like took we took pita bread, and then I we can already see where half. this is going. Okay, listen, we, <laughs> we take this pita bread, we rip it in half, um, and then we put cheese in there. Now the specific kind of cheese, I think we most commonly used either um, Egyptian rumi cheese, which is really good in my opinion, um, or uh, kashkaval cheese, which I believe is out. Where is that from? Bosnian, maybe? Kashkaval cheese. I'm, I'm looking this up right now. I'm sorry. Um, it, yeah, it's, it's an Albanian slash Bulgarian, North Macedonia, Serbia, Roman, the, 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 the Balkans, right? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a Balkan cheese. Yeah, it's a Balkan cheese. But it's, one, it's, it's probably my favorite cheese of all time, but it's very rare. In any case, put one of those cheeses in the little pocket of pita, 
and you toss it in the oven and you put it on broil for like five or ten minutes. And then when you open that oven, you get like this crunchy, like like pita chip. If you feel if you've had pita chips, it's the same texture. You get this like crunchy pita bread, and you get this like gooey, cheesy interior. Mm, that was my favorite. Like growing up, that's oh beautiful. Like you could not make me happier as a child. Yeah, that's just that's how I did. Pure <laughs> glitch John says in the chat. I said grilled cheese, not baked cheese. <laughs> Listen, it's delicious, and you should try it. That is imagine. that is exact. That is almost exactly the opposite of the appeal of grilled cheese. But it's I like it so much. But okay, no, 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 no. Like, like you are entitled to your own taste. That's fine. Um, You're entitled to your wrong takes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's wrong. No, I mean, it's, like, it my sounds, family done some weird stuff with food, but. Um, I, you know the the best way. To, I I think an underrated tool for making grilled cheese is a toaster oven. Absolute game changer. Mm, I could see that. Yeah. Is, is a toaster oven the same thing as an air fryer? Or no? No, no, not no, at. No, oh no. my goodness, no. <laughs> you see an air fryer. Uh, okay, that toaster oven is what they the use in that subway. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm done. Oh my goodness. What are we gonna do with this child? We always get one comment. Pure <laughs> glitch on set. I said grilled cheese, not toasted cheese. <laughs> We got a stickler in the crowd. Okay, so what okay. I do is I get my barbecue grill that I totally own, and I put the cheese on there first because that's what you're supposed to do. And you then once the, the cheese, cheese melts yeah. into the, uh, into into basically the underneath section of the grill where the charcoal is, that's when I scrape it out and put it on top of two slices of different styles of bread. Okay, it doesn't matter which ones, but they cannot be the same. Afterwards, you throw it to the crows because that's who'll eat it. So, I appreciate the fact that you're using a charcoal grill and not a propane, uh, like a gas funny. grill here, because it really adds like that extra flavor to it. You know what I'm saying? It's funny because I don't, I don't, I don't own that stuff. I don't grill stuff. Being vegetarian, there's not exactly a lot of instances where you'd be uh, <laughs> you're you're making a barbecue. John is yelling, "Not barbecue cheese, grilled cheese." <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. How do you make grilled cheese? Specific? Okay. How do you? I, I, how do I think you the idea is stuff? like you know you, you have like a griddle or like something else of that nature that you're like you know throwing on the stove and you know making a grilled cheese that way, which is the proper way to make a grilled cheese. But correct. You know, there's a there's question, Amazon. What ad. is a grill? There's an ad where uh, what's it called? Like where it's for Amazon Alexa, but the ad premise is like Alexa loses her voice. It might have been a Super Bowl ad. That like, sounds familiar. But Alexa loses her voice, and so they're trying to like fill in like different celebrities, like to be the voice of Alexa. And one of them they pick Gordon right. Ramsay, and so one of them's like, "Alexa, how do you make a grilled cheese?" And it's like, "What? It's a grilled cheese. It's in the name. How stupid are you?" And he's like <laughs> in the middle of working out. <laughs> do you want me to pull up the definition of the word grill? Um, sure, that might help me answer my question. My question, uh, my answer, by the way, will not suffice your uh, stringent category here. Um, so the way I make grilled cheese, I, I eat a grilled cheese sandwich for breakfast in the morning because that is the only way I will have something other than milk for breakfast, like to have the calories necessary. So the way that I do it is very, very basic and usually because I'm five minutes away from heading into work. So I toast the bread. After toasting the bread, put the slice of cheese in between there, microwave that, then it uh, it's good enough. Ah, ah, the old dorm room grilled cheese. The old, I gotta go to work real quick, cheese. Okay, uh, I've had a fair few of those, minus the toasting, and uh, it's, it's uh, a, it, it, when you graduate from that, it's a uh, beautiful time. I'm a slow kid. So, uh, based on the definition of grill that someone just posted uh, in the chat, I, I will satisfy this. How to make a pure grilled cheese. 
You take your slice of cheese, right? You put it in between two halves of a loaf of bread. And then you... Whatever. You put it in between two slices of bread. <laughs> two slices of bread. Please excuse okay. me. Yeah, here. Um, Preferably and then the you two take it. Listen, you take it. You take it to the nearest police precinct. Hear me out. You take it to the nearest police precinct, <laughs> and then supposed. you frame it for some crime that it didn't commit. Right? They take this creation. They have this cheese and the and the bread. And now it's not grilled yet. It's just it's just assembled. They take it into the interrogation room and they play. They do the good old good cop bad cop routine. And the good cop is really trying to get a confession out of this cheese and two slices of bread. And the bad cop starts intensely questioning it. Um, and now another way of saying intensely questioning something is by saying that you're grilling it. So that's how you get a grilled cheese after it's been intensely questioned. Now, you're happy. This is the answer I was looking for. Good job, guys. Next question. Boom, I Next win. question. Game over. Great. Next question. <laughs> Help. Um... All right, let's see. Let's see. Grilled cheese. I'm just scrolling through the chat right now, trying to see if uh, either of us missed a question. Uh, grilled cheese. Lots of comments about cheese. Da da da. What the definition of grill is? Talking about butter. Butter's a, always a good thing. Uh, I generally don't use a lot of butter in stuff that I make, but uh, for grilled cheese, I can definitely see that. Anyway, let's go back to the show because that was a thing that we did. Uh, <laughs> I like these questions. These are fun. I enjoy these questions, but also I'm terrified of the answers. Um. That's a question for me in the Q&A. You said in the first Q&A that the train bombing was actually really important and had a reason. So what was the deal with it? And the answer is, I can't tell you. <laughs> there is an importance to it. And I figured out the answer of that somewhere between arc one and arc two, I think. Uh, and I just haven't had a time I, to spring it on. You've just had it in your back pocket this whole time. It's just been sitting there. Nice. Um, I'm not at all terrified, especially considering the direction arc four is already headed. But you know what? It's fine. I can guarantee you that there will be an answer by the end of the show. Actually, no, I can't even guarantee that because these guys have a habit of following a path and then deciding, you know what? What, what, what about this yellow brick road? Why should we follow that? Just Let's like go through the grass. Free RPG ever. Uh, so there is a reason for it. It's semi-important. Uh, I don't. I hopefully I didn't say it was really important because as time has gone on, I've noticed that its importance is decreasing significantly. But no, it's not that its importance has decreased significantly. It's just that the scale has been completely shifted. That's also true. This was a podcast about your stereotypical uh, train bombings, and now it's turned into a, a worldwide life or death affair. Sorry, um, what does a stereotypical train bombing look like? You know, your normal, like, Batman villain type thing. Like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? You know, no one has superpowers in Batman. Very few people have superpowers okay. in Batman. Uh, Alright. Then, you know, it's always, like, there's logic behind it. Like, Bane has the, the effectively, like, the liquid steroids, and Joker is Joker, and, uh, the Riddler asks questions. You know, it's not like Superman, where it's, like, ancient aliens from outer space are trying to control the universe you know it, it went from batman villain level to superman villain oh i see what you mean okay. where things just make no sense anymore i'm just rambling at this point next question uh apparently pure glacial has been wanting to ask this grilled cheese question since july 31st so uh fun that uh, is a long time they, they toss that into the discord um and for a personal question what is everyone's favorite breakfast food from eli again i think i answered I'm that i think the grilled cheese um only because that's what I've been having relatively recently for breakfast, and I'm able to stomach that. Like, I, I no longer can eat cereal regularly or waffles, pancakes, stuff like that. I think, honestly, a grilled cheese sandwich is the way to go. But that's the wrong answer, so y'all <laughs> get better answers. 
Um, I, so I think for me, it depends very much on context, right? Like if I'm just, you know, having breakfast, like on a normal day, like I've got my nine to five job and I don't have time to make like a big goal, you know, continental breakfast for me, all reliable cereal. I am a big cereal fiend. I love cereal. Specifically, my favorite cereal is uh, honey bunches of oats. Um, I just oats. got some today. That yep, best cereal. It's great. It's it's it doesn't make you feel gross. It like it's it's healthy-ish, um, and it tastes delicious. And it's crunchy, and it doesn't get too soggy. Like it's great. Um, uh, so cereal is like my number one for me. Shortly after honey bunches is like cinnamon toast crunch. It's like if I just want to feel like I'm a twelve year old. Um, and then after that's probably like honey nut Cheerios. Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm a pretty big fan of those. Re Reese's Puffs is also very much up there for me. Um, but if I'm like at a hotel, for example, and like, you know, basically all the stereotypical breakfast foods are out on the table, usually what I will stack up on are like waffles. I absolutely love waffles so much with honey, not with syrup. I'm, I'm a honey over syrup kind of guy. Um, waffles and sausage. I love sausage so much. Um, but yeah, so those two usually be the ones that like I'll stack up on a lot. I really had to hold my tongue for the other. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got a less in-depth answer. Give me a good egg sandwich and I'm happy. An egg sandwich on a bagel is always solid. Or a bagel mm. with cream cheese, either or. Mm. Preach. Yeah, I think if I go to like a Dunkin' Donuts or something, like my go-to is like an egg sandwich as well. Why are you getting an egg sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts? Or an egg and cheese, an egg and cheese, an egg and cheese. No, but wh why? What get a why? donut. No, but for breakfast. Yeah, get a donut. No, that that's not healthy. I had just thinking about that. That's not healthy. <laughs> you chose to go to Dunkin'. That's on you. If I want, if I want a healthy option, egg and cheese on a bagel, or well, bagels are also really good. Hold on. Uh, well, uh, here we go. Another five minute, <laughs> five minutes of uh, deliberation on. Yeah, which breakfast food? Is I know the I'm titling. I'm titling this arc. The arc three Q and A. It's just, it's just like that I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker, so I have to love my bagel with cream cheese. I, I don't know. I, I think I think my first an I think my first answer still stands. It's the, it's the one that my gut said. But some of my other favorites: bagels with cream cheese. Um, I, I'm I also I also really like I also really I also really like banana nut muffins. Those are really good. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite breakfast food? Singular lists every breakfast food. <laughs> every bre I didn't mention pancakes. I didn't mention eggs on their own. I didn't mention salami. Oh, that's more. Oh. That's more of a lunch meat. Bro, um, I'm very tempted to just let him keep digging it like that hole underneath him. I didn't mention He's about just to, like a straight up banana. He is oh, about to say his favorite breakfast food is oysters. No. <laughs> He's only a few steps away. What? He already said, he already said salami. He's moving, He's moving Wait, down. Is, home, there's one more category. There's one more category. Oh, home breakfast. Like when I'm at home and home my breakfast. like parents are making breakfast, my absolute favorite breakfast food that I will fiend every single time is there's an Egyptian variant of pastrami and it's called bastirma. Um, and it's like, you just make that with eggs. Oh, please. <laughs> like I, I will eat, I will eat that. So I will eat so much of that until I'm like absolutely full. I, I just need to ask this before we move on to the next question. Have you not eaten in like three days? <laughs> so last time I had a meal, no, I've, eat, I've eaten. I've eaten in the past three days, but for breakfast, the only like for the past week, yeah, for the past week, the only breakfast that I've had have been like the Bavitas like breakfast biscuits. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Like, cause I just have not had time to like actually sit down and make myself like a bowl of cereal. Like I've been very rushed for the past two weeks. At the very least, pop by the convenience store and get yourself like a cliff bar or something. Get a, get a slight level up going. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, next question from Rigel. And this is actually, uh, I should have mentioned this, even though we haven't actually touched on anything important. Uh, spoilers, unsurprisingly, for the end of Arc 3. We haven't actually done a question that has anything to do with Arc 3 yet, but there is, is spoilers in this. Um, Y'all know. Okay, anyway. Uh, speaking of spoiler, actual question from Rigel. Uh, and this is an interesting question. Did something happen between Kyle's parents and Ralph's mom? Considering they were all such good chums in college, one would expect them to stay in contact, especially when they live in the same city. But that kind of contradicts with the beginning of the show where Kyle and Ralph don't really know each other other than the, oh yeah, that guy exists, I think. Um, this could be a loophole, but there's also potential answers. Now, I don't want to touch this because this is too close to their characters, and I would prefer if they made this up as opposed to me making up, because while they are NPCs, they're very their characters are very based on our player characters. So do you guys have a reason for this? I wasn't planning on creating one, just kind of having to sit out there and let people assume what they want. But if you guys have an answer in mind that you can think of, you can put that down. So I forget the exact phrasing of it, um, but I, from what I remember, all we saw was like a photo, like a college photo of like a group of people together, right? Uh, True, I think... I, um, it was I like a class photo or like yeah. a, something like that. Right. It was, it was like so, a class photo, but um, I think Sendoran was, knew all of them. So he was, yes. you right. could assume, I don't think this would necessarily be the case, but you could assume he was almost like the middleman friend of like, I'm friends with you, you're friends with them, therefore I'm friends with yeah, those guys. Yeah, what, you know, what, what I kind of thought was the case was that it was like a class photo and like, they, they specifically didn't like know each other with a capital K, you know, they just... They, they knew of each other. They were like, oh, yeah, like, those are the two Groviles that are dating each other. But, like, it's not... Or Sceptiles. I forget what, what what stage of evolution they were at. But point point being, like, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I know kind of who they are. But, like, I don't... I haven't had, like, a deep level three conversation with them. Like, that kind of thing. Well, uh, I, I don't remember exactly the wording that was used when we were... Because, again, this was so long ago. When, like, you know, we were kind of going through... I don't remember, you know, Sindor and I said, like, oh, yeah, like, they were, like, really close friends or whatnot. Uh, no, he didn't specify it, that, at least. Did it's or did just, not? I knew them, I okay. knew them. Okay. And yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's something we haven't really thought about, or at least I haven't really thought about. Um, it, it, in my head, it's kind of just more of, you know, it, it's the kind of thing where, you know, it's, it's something that we did not know when we were, you know, making the characters. It's just we're kind of discovering things as we go. Um, I'm, I'm sure if it ends up becoming relevant, we can retrofit some backstory to it. But as of now, there is no. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think um, yeah, this, this podcast is very heavily based on the idea of in, of improv in the sense of like when something is said, it is now law. Sort of in the improv style of, you know, when something is brought into this world, that is now fact. Whether yeah. or we try as hard as it possible to make this fact. So bringing them in a class photo thing was an idea that I had that would just be sort of interesting. Like, hey, everyone's connected in this sort of weird way. The world is not as big as it actually is, which in a sense is sort of like the actual Pokemon games. Like the Pokemon games seem so expansive. And then you look at the population of each region and it's in the like low hundreds, you know, in like the 200, 300 range for the region, which sounds weird because it's technically its own country. But with the population, 
the size of the smallest village in a, in the U.S. or something. So, well, at least at least in the games, that is the case. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, same sort of idea is sort of implied here. Like even in the very beginning, and I sort of regret doing this. Uh, uh, in the very beginning of the intro section, where I say uh, we're in Thunder Tree City with over a hundred Pokemon, it's one of the largest re largest cities in the region, and I think that sort of put an anchor on that value as that car goes by. Um, that put an anchor on that value of like, okay, 100 is very big. And I sort of think 100 is actually too big, especially for the way that uh, I've did this, the story has devolved into places are more like villages than they are actual cities. So, um, yeah, we're yeah, discovering more the about the Alcast region as we go. Mm -hmm. It's exactly. kind of the big answer there, where like even Onward doesn't have all the answers. And, you know, we're, we're constantly discovering things and if it means we have to you know retrofit something to make two car trajectory uh facts work together we, we, we do that we do that yeah. and we move so a little secret uh i might have mentioned this previously but a lot of the uh callbacks that happen in episodes happen because of my editing style i don't edit episodes immediately after we record them i edit them weeks if not months later so as i'm re-listening to old episodes i can take random facts from them and bring them into newer episodes so a lot of the uh and that's sort of because of the story style that we have so um while it looks really cool for me to be like, hey the gm remembered this random fact from way back when that plays a role now so like the re the when the character pops back in again from way back when um I guess Snow would be a good example of just a character that for all intents and purposes was like a one-off character, even when the relationship was established. Snow could have kind of just gone off, but then Snow comes back. And uh, whether Ralph goes to Snow, as it was in the R2 solo episode, I believe, um, and they have a little hangout session, that's just bringing it back because, and, and through some points that were brought in from previous episodes as well. So it's kind of this, like... Uh, there's two different storylines going on. There's the actual storyline that we have where we're making things up on the spot. And then there's the edited storyline, which is sort of offset. And as a result, there's a lot of facts correlated. So almost you could theoretically, if you went back and searched really carefully, sort of align when episodes are edited and come out as opposed to when we record them. Because you'll sort of see as they go ahead, this secondary timeline of underneath facts that correlate with each other in the initial episodic you know go through so um fun thing if you want to do that very complicated thing but you could <laughs> um next question unless either of you guys have any more points to bring up with uh the parent relationship good enough for me cool yeah i mean like we we've said all we know so awesome which is uh, nothing. pure glaceon is a question that actually uh is an interesting question uh what happened to kyle stutter in the early episodes of Arc Zero, uh, Kyle has a heavy stutter, but in the recent episodes, it's not even present. Yeah, uh, there was de there was definitely some, you know, speculation in the Discord about this, and a lot of speculation was kind of spot on. Um, part of it is playing a character with a stutter is hard, um, and so I think just naturally, as we started like you know progressing the story, and both like Kyle's focus and my focus got more towards like, you know, getting things moving. Uh, the stutter kind of waned. Um, but also, I mean, like we've seen over the course of the show that Kyle's become a much more confident character too. So uh, that definitely has a role to do with it. Um, I do try to remember it on occasion, 
uh, in situations where Kyle would be a little nervous, but it's it's not so much a stutter anymore as much as it is like a hesitance, I guess. I have no clue if that's like a satisfactory answer to the question, but uh, that that's kind of what's happened. The TLDR is, I am lazy. <laughs> cool. Um, next question on the Discord from, uh, let's see. Okay, yeah. Uh, next question from Kane. Uh, Kane tossed this in the Discord a couple of weeks ago. Uh, do Ralph and Kyle think there is an imposter in the guild? Uh, I'll let you finish off your movement. Uh, yeah, no, sorry, sorry about that. I'm no, it's all good. Sitting uh, on the sitting on the floor for long stretches of time is mm, less than ideal. Uh, I'll, I'll sort of uh, manipulate this question a little bit. Uh, so, does Ralph? It's sort of just an update on the imposter thing, uh, the spy sort of thing that has sort of been weighing well above everybody, uh, like who this spy is and what their spy is. Uh, do you guys have any updates on that? Do you have anyone that you've thought of over the 3.5 arcs uh, that you have narrowed down, like, this guy's probably the spy, or this guy's definitely not the spy? Or do you think we haven't introduced them? I mean... Huh? I, for it. I, oh, okay. I was gonna say, like, we can only really say kind of based off of what we know and what our characters know. Um, as far as Kyle knows... I think Kyle is at a point where he trusts most of the recruits that he's met so far. Um, there are definitely some like uh, like Aaron, like Isaac, that he hasn't like, built a proper relationship with yet. Um, so, like, if you were to you know put Kyle on the spot and say who is the mole, like there, like you've met the mole, who is it? You'd probably throw one of those out. Um, but Kyle. Definitely doesn't think we've uh, that they uh, that we've met the mold just yet. I don't think Ralph um, thinks that like that. <laughs> so I don't know if Ralph is intelligent enough to even like be able to suss out who the mole is. Um, have we have we actually been told that we've met the mole already? No. Nope. Oh no, we haven't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that um, would <laughs> if we've been told. I think there would no longer be a question. <laughs> right. Um, I'm the mole. How I think Ralph was initially suspicious of Pearl when he first met her because I was like, she seems too I nice. I do remember this, yeah. Um, but it, there's no evidence to suggest that she actually is the mole, so don't know. Yeah, as as far as like us as players, I don't know about you. I, I feel like my my gut tells me that we probably have and just have not sussed it out uh, because. Uh, the, the existence of a mole was known before we started gathering up the recruits. Um, so it either has to be one of the original three or someone we have not met yet. And everyone we've met so far has been like, oh, wow, okay, like, the, the, like oh, this is like a call to action. Like, I didn't know this was going to happen, so. Cool. Uh, let's see. Oh, I think there's a slight echo in Someone yeah, there's an echo. I can hear it. Is it is that coming? Like, I think it like, might be on your end. Well, an echo as in like when I speak because no, like I, like I can hear myself right now. Yeah, I also heard. Well, now now I know it just sounds normal. But... Okay, it's gone. Um, okay, weird. Let's see. What do we got here? Um, I could fix the echo in post. <laughs> Great, that sounds wonderful. Um, yeah, I think it's gone already. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, future, 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 future route Before the next question, or before you ask the next question, current route future route Go ahead and like in here, just like throw in like some weird like echoey effect from like the voices, like during that whole like interaction. Um, yeah, that thanks. I, I know that's not good. That. I actually know how to do that. Uh-huh. You you know how to do it. I I you probably won't, but it, it's not worth doing. But it's worth a shot. Um. While I scroll through this, are there any updates on the chat questions? Yes, uh, there is one question here in the chat from Rigel864. Uh, so what is the biggest thing you had to improv? Do you ever have to make a city pop into existence during sessions? What is the biggest thing that I improv Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, that, well, that wasn't... No, that's, I, I'm, I'm just messing around. That's probably not the biggest thing. Story-wise, that is... it, it's played a, one of the most significant roles, but I think that might be because of how early on it was that it sort of shifted arc one and parts of arc two. So you could, as from that perspective, I could see that. I think if we're looking more on like, you guys took a left and now you have this thing. Oh gosh, how do I do this thing? Um, ooh, I'm trying to go through like the storyline in general. Uh, I'm trying to think of when did the show get away from me the most? Cause that's probably the time where the biggest thing happened. Like arc yeah. zero, that was pretty set in stone. That was mostly planned. Uh, even when things went haywire, that's still like I have a general idea of what's going on here. Um, when would it be? Uh, can I throw out? A, can yeah, I throw out a couple it. guesses and uh, see if any of these resonate with you? Um, I, I think some big wrenches we kind of threw at you. Um, going this is backwards chronologically. Uh, mm-hmm. During the whole delivery arc with the ghost, um, I, I think you were kind of nudging us in the direction of the town, and we just, or in general, like that whole arc, there was a lot of things that you kind of threw out that I kind of just shut down. Um, I can see that. Not so um, much throwing a wrench, yeah. so much as just like kind of diverting plans. I can um, see that. I, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, uh, for most of that journey, I think I, rather than planning anything out, just kind of said, here are three options, whichever one you choose, we'll see what happens. So I had just as much idea what would happen if you went into the city as you did going into a forest or just okay. sleeping on the road. So that one, that one, not too much in that I didn't have a plan to begin with. So, okay. okay. Uh, at least for that. Um, um, yeah. My other big guess was, I forget if this was, this was, uh, was this arc two or arc three, the Rich Gigas encounter? This was arc, arc two, three. This no, it was arc, arc three. three. It was arc three That's because we went from the ice arc three. Yes, because we were yeah. sent to the yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the entire way that that was handled might have been one as well, um, considering we chose to poof out of existence and then have Regigigas pop us in at a location of our choosing. Although it might have been a similar situation where you just kind of had, you know options open and just let oh, things play out i know i think i know what it is at least the most recent thing i think if i had to choose an answer it would probably be if i had to choose an answer for which one was the most improvious thing it's basically the snow relationship in general because that completely shifted how important that particular nbc character was and that sort of played a role mm-hmm. in one or two uh, it more the recently, of the, yeah yeah but more recently um the uh what am i thinking of the dream that Kyle has. Mm. The big dream oh. that Kyle has when yeah. heading back from the island to uh, begin the ghost adventure. That entire dream, 
I don't think I really had a plan going into that, and then I just made up this thing that plays a significant role in the mentality of Kyle for the rest of Arc 3. Like, that's on the back of your mind. Uh, even if you, I don't time. think you say it a lot, but you mentioned a lot, like, after episodes, before episodes, just kind of, like, how does this loop in, sort of having that in the back of your mind? Um, and whether or not that plays a role in the future is up for question. I mean, it probably, I don't know. But uh, th- I feel like that entire segment was... Uh, I didn't plan that going in. Coming out, I thought it was like, okay, right, this is this is a time bomb right here that can either be fantastic or terrible, depending on how it goes. Um, and we'll see what happens with that when the future comes in. But uh, chaos, chaos. That that might yeah. be the most recent. Yeah, we, we there's definitely been a lot of like small ones along the way. That that was definitely like a major one in terms of like oh oh we've like really taken a hard left here. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, actually, this sort of builds into the uh, next question that I have here on the Discord. Um, will Kyle and Ralph ever go back to being civil with each other, or does Kyle plan to start dipping into chaotic alignment with the constant messing of Ralph's feelings? Um, this this was after the end of Arc 3, but that is sort of like a thing that sway, like comes and goes every now and then. Yeah. That, uh, that, the, the, the point in Arc 2 where you guys almost separate uh, after the, the whole house thing, yeah, that yeah. threw me for a loop. Because, uh, oh, I, I yeah, we much, almost offended yeah, your yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. I, I very much, I very much had everything planned out. Where like, okay, no matter what happens at the end of the day, these two will be by each other's side, even if they don't necessarily agree with each other or like each other all that much. Um, but then out of nowhere, it's like, nope, there's a shift here. And oh, now they're not talking yeah. to each other. Now they're not talking to each other. I'm like, uh, I can do a lot of internal monologues, but I feel like they're kind of um, yeah. Things up. No, we. I definitely made life harder for you than it needed to be. Absolutely. Um, it, was, it was definitely fun, but chaos yeah. in the immediate moment. Uh, but anyway, and to answer the question itself, uh, does Kyle plan to let bygones be bygones or constantly do what, what, what does uh, Kira say? Uh, plan to start I, dipping into chaotic alignment? Well, uh, in terms of the second half of that, I think Kyle isn't like, you know, very intentionally like you know messing with you know ralph emotionally like i i don't think like it's an intentional thing on kyle's part like he's definitely conscious of the fact that like you know R- ralph is you know a more emotional character but like at the end of the day like you know that that's not something that like kyle's very intentional about very like on point about um in terms of will they ever will the two Will our two protagonists ever be civil with each other? It's definitely in the realm of possibility. I'd say it's more likely than not. Um, <laughs> I agree. But, at, but like, it's it's almost certain that's going to be the case. But I mean, I I at the beginning of the show, I couldn't have told you that they would not be on speaking terms. So it all depends how things play out. But I, I don't think Kyle actively wants to just cut that to burn that bridge. Cool. Uh, there's a question in the chat for Anne Root and then one, I think, for me. Um, so the first one from Pure Glacian. Uh, what is the earliest recorded time the recruits have been mentioned slash when were they founded? Like, I'm assuming this means chronologically and not, like, in the broadcast. I do not know. <laughs> yeah, Pure Glacian, uh, could you clarify exactly what you mean uh, with that question? Because depending on what exactly you're referring to that may change the answer itself so uh let's put a pin on that question real quick if you want to go to the next one we'll go to the one for me um 
Would Ralph try to show Manaphy to Snow so that she fulfills the criteria to get into the recruit recruit uh, fruits of the lost? Sorry, a little misspelling. Um, <laughs> I never even thought of that one. Whoa, that's a brilliant concept. Oh no, why'd you give him that's ideas? Sweet. Why'd you give him ideas? Something? Wait, did I miss something? Does like showing Manaphy to somebody get them into the recruits of the lost? Well, so by oh wait, no, because I have to see a legendary. Oh, yeah. So by definition, <laughs> they have to see a legendary Pokemon. And then be chosen. Okay, first, I don't, think... I don't think Ralph Ralph has the brain capacity to understand that 200 <laughs> IQ move. I, I, all, think, I think, uh, uh, I think, I don't know about you, I don't think any of us thought of that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's actually really no. clever. All right, so so here's the one thing that gets in the way of that is that um, we haven't established exactly how that works uh, because the the way that we sort of described it is that people. And the legendary Pokemon just meet up, and then now all of a sudden that person has magical powers. So theoretically speaking, the Haunter saw Manaphy. Does this mean the Haunter is now a member of the Recruits of the Lost? Like, we have to establish that a bit more. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think of the implications of that. Oh no. Because there's there's been quite a few characters. At, I know it, the Haunter has. I'm fairly HD certain, and Kirk also see I'm Manaphy? fairly certain HD and Kirk, at least one of them has seen Manaphy, if not both of them. Right. Um, and then also we have to establish as well that I've sort of been preventing this from happening through plot. Um, but can a legendary Pokemon bestow this power on multiple Pokemon? Like, can there be two Pokemon that have seen Articuno and as a result now they're both Recruits of the Lost? Or is it one for one, this one blesses you and now you're good until you pass away or you decide no longer to be? I right, don't know how exactly right. You works, retire or whatever, you retire, yeah. yeah. Is there is there a much limit on the number of recruits at one time? Exactly. Yeah. The other like much larger question is just like when is Ralph even gonna see snow again? Like that it is, is not that's happened. the important question. Okay, you know what? Fine. Fine. No, 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 no. But like oh, for real though, the like fate, you can't, the, fate, you can't... the fate of the world is in the balance, but No, I mean specifically <laughs> relating to this question. Specifically yeah, I know, relating I know, to this question, like you can't even begin to think about what Ralph is gonna do. Like when he sees snows again, like when he sees snow again, like how is it? It's a question of if he's gonna see snow again. Cause I don't, when was the last time they were even together? It was like at the end of arc two. Yeah, they haven't seen each other for an arc. It might have been before. I know you, hold up. They, uh, I know that you saw each other at the solo episode for arc two. Um, yeah. Cause that was, the, the entire thing was based on you two hanging out together and then uh, shenanigans right. and ensue. I don't recall if you've seen snow since then. No, I, I don't really think heard so. about her, and that's it. Yeah, no, that's it. So, so. and the correspondence no, I... has been lacking, very yeah. minimal. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have no idea what the future holds for them, or like if this relationship is even sustainable. But we'll see. <laughs> um, another, another question. Um, so actually, Pierre Glacian clarified. Uh, like, what year were they founded, or when are they first historically noted? So I, I, my my guess is like in in game. Yeah, okay, chronologically. Um, I don't have specific dates in mind. But I do have a general idea of the order, at least, of when they're found. Now, granted, most of them are founded in your time, like, during the show, because you're the ones finding most of them. So mm -hmm. uh, those are in order from when you see them. Because uh, I don't think any of the other... I don't think any of the NPCs have found a uh, recruit, have they? Not that we've seen so far. At okay. the meetings we've had where all the recruits are together, it's basically the ones that Kyle and Ralph have found. Yeah, um, so looking through this, I believe initially it was Adam, Quagmire, and Isaac, correct? I don't think there was anyone else found it. 
Yeah, no. At the initially, yeah, it yeah, was at those. The beginning, three. it was just those three. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Story-wise, that is the order that I have it in. Adam was first because um, he has this connection with Mew, effectively. So Mew's kind of like, "Hey, uh, world's in danger. Uh, arise, my soldier, and go find some people." So Adam, I assume Adam found Quagmire. I think Quagmire found Isaac. Quagmire and Isaac found you guys, technically speaking. Yep. And then go from there. Ah, so we can make a whole recruit tree. Basically, right now this is a coaching tree type thing of like, you know, Adam hasn't done a lot of stuff, but his tree is like a bigger tree. So yeah, um, now that's not at all how I thought it was. I thought the recruits were like you know a historical presence, but apparently they're new. Well, so they 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 come and go. I think based on the world being over type of situation. Uh, uh, the way that I sort of thought of it yeah. is that. There are recruits. So if we flash forward, assuming you guys survive this adventure and everything goes hunky-dory, uh, 150 years from now, all of the generation of Pokemon right now have passed away, because I'm going to say that. We're going to assume that these guys live human lives. Um, so 150 years from now, there are still recruits, but they're just, they don't know they are because they don't know they are, if you know what I mean. So like, if, if the world is in danger, I thought... they can be activated sort of thing. Huh. I, I, I thought, and I might have just been mistaken, I thought it was like, you know, every recruit knows that they are a recruit, but just doesn't know any of the others. And they only find out the identities of the rest and come together when, you know, there is a crisis. So, yes and no, I think? Because, so, you know, you've, it's it's weird, because it's almost like, like every, every you don't recruit realize. we've met knows that they are a recruit. So, okay, so the way that I, this is in weird Pokemon magic. I have it that basically they don't know they're a recruit until they're told a recruit, and or they're told they are a recruit, and once they are told, things just click. If you know what I mean, like oh, magically everything makes sense. The psychic link is a yeah. step. Yeah, some some weird mystical thing that frankly I don't want to get into because I don't understand it myself. But it's almost I'm I'm just weird, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm a recruit. Now I know exactly what that means because of A B C B element of Wow, this. This makes the recruits sound a lot more sus than they already sounded. Nice. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we might be the bad guys. Anyways. Are we the bad guys? Um, I remember this from couple... Arc, I think Arc 1 Q&A, maybe? That mm -hmm. uh, the idea of like you guys being the bad guys. I have not ruled that out. Like, that's that's still available on the table, if not already on the table. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, no. There is a... There were a couple comments in the chat that I think are just bolded. One of them from Rigel says, I mean, at the pace of gathering the artifacts, the guys can save the world three times over, so Rothkin should, should get some time for personal relationships. That is true. Oh, yeah, buddy. Not. Never. Oh, buddy, are you in for a ride? <laughs> but, okay. Um, but that's not a spoiler. Um, and then Pure Glacion says, Okay, I thought the recruits may have been a thing before the whole under the world stuff. I thought there were historical purpose too. Um, there's another, there's another question. Oh, there's another question that I, I skipped over uh, because the first question was her. Eli B2 asks, uh, how did you feel when Ralph just straight up fooled the ghosts into thinking they had the wrong people? That might have been the greatest moment of the show, honestly. One of, or, one of the most, like, bro, I got this. Like, we, we haven't had many of those just incredulous moments, so that was definitely yeah. one that, like, all of us were just like, wow, we love this role. This is great. Let's move. Yep. It was, like, for me as the person who did that, like, as the player, um, it was, like, it was a great feeling. Because I, I'm a, I am a, I am a big fiend for, like, you know, in, in role-playing games where a player, like, thinks super out of the box and, like, just 
resorts to whatever creative hijinkery they can think of, right? Um, that's like very unorthodox. So instead of, because like in a lot of, you know, a lot of TTRPGs, I think it's very easy for like players to get into this like rhythm of like, all right, we go to this area, we kill every, or we fight and kill everything, or we fight everything. And then like we defeat them and then we move on and figure out what the next bit of story is, yada, yada, yada. And then like when those present, when those players are, you know, presented with challenges, it's just like, all right, we either fight or we run. And like, that's kind of it. Um, I, I love it when, when player characters uh, sort of like do something that's completely unexpected. Like, oh, let's just lie to them and say that they got the wrong guy. Um, and so when I was, and I, I myself have not done that very often as a player. Like I, I too am guilty of just like, all right, we go here, we fight, we keep going. Um, so like being in that, being able to actually break out of that for a second and like actually do something that's kind of crazy and it kind of works. Um, super fun for me like I, I i had a great time with that yeah because that's that's like the difference between like a ttrpg and like a video game like a video game i mean most video games you don't really have the option of just being like oh let me just do something else completely like well because with the ttrpg you know, anything is on the table literally anything is on the table if, if, if the ghost is, is chasing you could like take your pants off and run away like it, it does like does it make sense to do that no but you could right yeah so. yeah um as as the GM of that, it was one of those... There's a few of those moments throughout the show of those, I guess you could do that, and then we see how it goes, and it works out well beyond my expectations. That was clearly one of those moments. Even in the grand scheme of things, it didn't change things too much, but just that moment of like, oh, my bad, uh, I guess you're not the main guys I'm looking for. I'm, sorry, I'm just a regular thief, so I still have to do this job, but now I, I sort of feel bad for uh, thinking that you were someone that you're not, even though you are. <laughs> you know, one of those things. I don't know. Story, yeah. uh, roleplay-wise, I thought it was hilarious. Plot-wise, it doesn't yeah. really make much of a difference, but roleplay-wise, it was, it was, like, wonderful. Yeah. Don't you uh, tell <clears throat> tales the walking dead me, where, like, it doesn't really matter what you pick in the end, because, like, the same thing will happen to that character or whatever. I forget, did we, did you, and you, you may not remember this, uh, did you do, was it a roll-off, or was it just a roll your persuasion or something? For what? Oh, for like the lying to. The lying. I think that might have been uh head to head. It was a head I think head yeah, head I think head I head rolled head. for deception and he rolled for insight. I mean, okay. He, I think he then. Did really badly. I think yeah. I think. Yeah, it was I like two extreme rolls. Yeah, I think if you had gotten a nat twenty, I would have just had them like leave. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm um, so sorry. It appears I've had the wrong house. I mean, <laughs> if anyone gets that reference, I'll be very happy. But. Uh, any more questions in the chat? I will say in this lull while he looks, um, I I can, I'm chat. only available for another half hour. So. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think we'll yeah. be done before then. Okay. Um, I, I'm just throwing it out there. I don't see anything. Someone, someone named Luxor two four three just made a comment saying recruits are high class sleeper agents. Effectively. Uh, yeah. Sean says A B C D L M N O P. Do you know your alphabet? Uh, I do not. <laughs> Bad. Uh, yeah, words and phrases are hard. Uh, speaking of Luxor, Luxor had a question put into uh, the Discord uh, for the Q&A. The recruits of the Lost Badges changed to show what guild Ralph and Kyle are currently in. For other members of the actual guilds, are they given a blank badge that changes to their guild when they choose one? If not, do the guild masters get suspicious when Ralph and Kyle already have that guild's badge without being given it? Um, that is a bot, so please get out of here. I don't like you. Um... Yeah, I can kind of start answering this uh, because there are a few things that we have established that kind of answer this. Um, so Ralph and Kyle's whole 
cover story is basically they are in this like exchange program that's their cover story um and because it's introduced by uh basically all all of the guild masters they're part of like you know the guild masters like association or the guild masters uh committee or whatever whatever we called it the gma and, the gmc something the G- like that <laughs> um and adam either is former president or current president of that committee um and so he just says hey this is happening everyone's like cool okay. so when they rock up and they have the badge already like it's already kind of accounted for um i assume that for just normal guild members they just get you know a standard non-changing it's not blank it already has all their things filled out for their specific guild because why would they ever move i assume that's the case but i could be wrong yeah that's basically it um yeah i believe i don't i don't actually remember i think snow was sent her badge because uh, yes. she was in the same uh, testing thing that you guys were in, like that same time frame. So I, I assume that's probably how it is. It would be once they accept you, they're like, all right, we'll send your badge in the mail, come to our place and at X time. And yeah, and yeah. And there was, I, I do remember there was an exchange when we did first meet Snow of like, wait, so y- y'all, oh, your process was weird. Oh, okay. Well, let's go, I guess. Um, uh, we could go back and. I, I think revisiting that might clear up also, like, you know, the differences between, uh, or how, like, normal guild recruitment operations go. Cool. Uh, I'm going to continue scrolling through here. Uh, Sean asks, uh, is Sfeel, I assume that means Snow, is, is she from Thunder Tree? She is not. She's from, um... New Birch, I believe. New Birch, right? Yeah, the big city. Birch, uh, yep. yeah. So you actually meet her in that episode. Because um, her pops is a baseball player and her mom is um, paint, an artist. Yep. And they live in that. Her, her mom is paint. Her mom is paint. <laughs> her mom is Microsoft paint. No, um, yeah, we were, we, were, we were at her house. We were at her, like, her big mansion um, of a house. Which is, Jeeves. I believe, in the city proper. Yeah, it's in the city. I don't remember if we established if it's in the city or on the edge of the city or in a surrounding like town or its own kind of compound, but no, I think we just kind of said, "All right, let's go to your house." Flash forward to you're at your house, you know. Yeah, it yeah. turns out it's a mansion, but yeah. Uh, let's see. We answered that one. The train bombing thing, yeah. <laughs> Eli said earlier today, "What was the significance of the train bombing in Arc One?" You've mentioned it a couple times and refused to say anything about it. That is correct. I refuse to say anything about. It. Um. Since Mantor wanted some more personal question, here's one. What color is your toothbrush? Green. Green and white. Uh, you're one of the, you got a plastic toothbrush. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm basic. What do I need an electric toothbrush for? I can just vibrate with my hand. That's true, by definition. Um. Yeah, no, that, that is totally fair. I have an electric toothbrush. I have, like, a metal toothbrush, so it's, like, I don't know if it's advertised as gray or silver, but it's that color. Uh, I think my electric toothbrush is purple and white yeah. fancy fancy i don't know why i say i think i don't know what color my toothbrush is guys um kira asks how are you guys i'm doing well i'm doing all right things are cool how are you guys you i'm ahead. still jet lagged but that's why you did story, travel but... relatively recently yeah yeah i have just finished three weeks of like Basically, basically the, the most intense three weeks that my on-campus job requires of me. <laughs> so, I 
if, if, if it's any indication, I ate breakfast an hour ago. So That's not breakfast, that's or, dinner at this point. Uh, lunch, but yeah, I, I woke up like very late and yeah, this is this is like my first day of like not really having to be everywhere at once and my phone is blowing up constantly. <laughs> so. How is it that I am three time zones ahead of you and still started my day before you? <laughs> or three times I was behind, or whatever the direction. Because I've been exhausted for the past three weeks in a row, and like last night was my like big sleep. Mm. The big. It's sleep. like it's like it really it, honestly the feeling like the way I feel right now is very much like I mean I've never run a marathon because I'm a potato, but I imagine it's what it feels like after you run a marathon, where like you're exhausted, like you just collapse on the ground, but you feel like so happy and accomplished, like is that that kind of feeling? Uh, See, you say this like your job is done. Your job is literally just getting started. Oh, it's not done, but the most like intense part of it, I think. We we've had the conversation about you know. I know the, I the know. expectations, but yeah. yeah. The sprint, ex- the, the, the the three week sprint is over, and the marathon will begin in two days. But... Yeah, that's a good way of describing it. Um, okay, pure Glacian has a question. Ooh, I know what everyone wants to know. Uh, but maybe too personal. Feel free to ignore this one. What was the big thing that caused me to be inactive for two months? Okay. Um, it's not nearly as, uh, I don't know what the right word is. Exciting, dramatic. Dramatic, probably. Yeah. Uh, in my, in my real job, I had a, um, certification exams that I had to take, and I just kind of sat down and practiced and did those. Uh, they're not done, actually. I have another one next week, or this coming Friday. Uh, but I'm confident enough that... I, you know, can get back yeah, to like the, the lion's share yeah. of the studying and the review is done yeah. for you now. The first is... exam is much more complicated than the second one, in my opinion, at least, which is why I had to like actually push everything away because the second one is sort of like building off the first one. So once you got the first one down, the second one's pretty easy. Gotcha. Um, but that's it. And then that, um, uh, a couple of other things too. I, I think a break was needed for me at least because, uh, just you know, not burnout necessarily, but kind of just like the stagnation of like, you know, I need I need to stop this for a second, and the yeah. exams was a good reason to do so. So, uh, well, also I think just especially because like you know, like what, you you kind of had the same routine going for a while, and then like life changes happen, and it's like exactly you know, yeah. Taking taking a second to pause and adjust is never a bad thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I am back now. I am mostly healed uh, from the scars of the exam. Uh, but uh, yeah, all is pretty good right now honestly speaking it was planning i I was planning it for to just be july um and then uh it spilled into august and then i kind of just continued it from that point uh uploading the last two episodes of the of arc three i already forgot what arc it was uploading the last three the last two episodes of arc three was kind of just like okay i'm still here i'm still alive but i'm gonna throw this here and then go back to a break real quick so um that was the case there but i am i am good now uh most important question of all, Eli asks, which is better, pancakes or waffles? Oh, God, waffles. why Why are you making me pick between my two favorite children? Why? It's waffles. Why? Easy. I gotta go with waffles. I'm more of a waffle guy than pancake. I feel like pancakes are too heavy, and I am, in general, not a big fan of heavy foods, so... Okay, but have you ever had, like, a like a nice, fully loaded Belgian waffle? If I had nothing that's to do... Heavy. Yes. That's yeah. heavy. Yeah. Um, See, that's what the, the yeah. thing. The reason why I pick waffles is just because, like, you can, you can like customize it to your heart's content. Like, you could have like one square with honey and like one square filled with like Nutella and one square filled with like chocolate syrup or whatever. Like, you can, you can, you can just have a match. stack of very, you could have a bunch of stacks of very small pancakes and accomplish the exact same thing. 
but the, the thing is, like, if you try to mix things together, like, it just kind of, like, with pancakes, it gets, like, it just, it, it, it'll, you can't really compartmentalize it like you can with a waffle. No, but I'm saying, That's like, sweet. no, what I'm saying is, like, take, like, like, you know, like, those, like, takeout containers that have the sections, right? Like, imagine yeah. you have something like that, where you have multiple plates, and you just have a small, like, a stack of small pancakes on each, and now you have your customization. Feels feels I, feels more complicated than it needs to be. That's why I like waffles more. And you know what else is complicated? Customizing each individual square of a waffle. There we go. <laughs> no, you, you literally just take like whatever bottle, like whatever container of you just like a oh, little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there. Boom, bang, boom. Like, all right. Notice how notice how many little bits you said. I think I think you know your answer. You just don't want to admit what your answer is. But I'm I'm choosing waffle. No, no, I I love both. I think it depends on the mood I'm in. Also, like, I will take, like, a solid, like, a, a, a real, like, you know, like, full, like, waffle over, like, pancakes. But I will probably take pancakes over, like, Eggo waffles. I think also partially what I like more about waffles is that, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've, like, been, you know, if you go to, like, a carnival or a fair or even, like, in New York City in some, in some parts of it, like, you can buy waffles, like, from, like, a cart or, like, a stand, right? I don't. I've never seen like a pancake stand or like a pancake. Well, because a pancake is a sit-down food. It's not yeah. like a snack. You could have a waffle as a snack. You can't have a pancake as a snack. Actually, that's a lie. I have you, had pancakes you, as snacks. Oh, you could also. You, you could also like waffles can also be a sit-down food if you want it to be. Well, yeah. No, exactly. No, waffles are definitely more versatile. So, exactly. So then maybe that's why waffles like, are definitely more like, versatile. You can, you but can, like, if you yeah. make yourself some good pancakes. That's true. No, I, I'm not dissing pancakes. I just think waffles are more suited for general applications. And I personally have not had pa- waffles in a long time, so there's a lot of nostalgia there. But And you are very hungry, as we have seen throughout. <laughs> I'm I living off of Belveda's crackers or biscuits right now. I have to agree with uh, Rigel. This Q&A apparently has an overarching theme of food. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very hungry. Right yeah, now. it does. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, at the second we hop off, I am going straight to the pantry and putting something <laughs> together because my appetite has definitely been wet. Um, that's all the questions we have on the Discord. I'm scrolling through the chat. It doesn't seem like there's any more questions. Well, it's just Eli complaining about of, the fact that we're talking really nice, about Just a, really, a lot of really nice call, uh, train bombing. Oh, now there's two questions. Uh, one, how do you make the perfect cake? You buy it. <laughs> you buy it. <laughs> Honestly, kind of, yeah. Um, I'll have an answer for you in like a year or so once I've settled to my place and I've actually gotten to bake a little bit. I've I've baked I think I've baked a cake once in my life or twice in my life, but I made I made cheesecake not too long ago and I actually really liked doing that. It's a lot it's a lot it's a huge it's a very long process to make cheesecake, but Yeah, um, no cheesecake is definitely very intensive as far as baked goods go. Yeah. But it's delicious. Um and then question from Rigel. Uh so since it will be fitting, do you like Rucola? I do not know what Rucola is. R-U-C-O-L-A. Rucola. And this uh, might not be a thing we have in America, maybe. People are saying that it's, it looks a, like it's a well, sort of... Google said it's an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn, but I don't think that's what this is referring to. Uh, Rucola food? Bruschetta? Animal plant... Are we talking the plant? Or... Maybe? I look up Rucola and a lot of it usually... Uh, is it like a salad? A, a, arugula uh, shows a, up a lot. Maybe a Rucola plant. is just the uh, Italian... I've heard, of, I've heard of Bruschetta. Rucola, 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 not rucola, just rucola. Uh, rucola. I know what this is. I just um, probably. 
I think know. looking at it, it looks like it's a, like a garnish added to salads, pizzas. pizzas. Or, yeah. Doesn't looks pretty good. It looks like a lovely. Uh, TBD. We'll find not out. Sure, not yeah. Not sure. Not sure if uh, we're answering the right question, Rigel. Uh, let us yeah. know. Another question from Jab0055. Uh, what hey. is your favorite sandwich? Oh, gosh. Um, Wait. Uh, oh, uh, let me back to the last thing real quick because I just found something. I think Ricola is just arugula. I think it's just different words for the same thing. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, in that case, arugula, salad, plant. <laughs> it's my ranking board. Uh, what's your favorite sandwich? Yeah, arugula. Yeah, okay. I, I, I do know what that is. Um, Solid garnish. Uh, what's your favorite sandwich? Hmm. It depends on the mood. Because you got options, you right? Really do depend on the like, mood. Yeah. Like, if we're talking... It also depends on the type of sandwich. If I'm taking like two slices of bread and I want something good in between them, uh, grilled cheese is always a good option, or like a like a solid like turkey sandwich always hits. Uh, if we're talking like a sub, give me like give me like a solid like grilled chicken sub, um, or like a like like a like a chicken parmesan sub that hits that yeah. absolutely hits. Um, if we're talking. Uh, a hot dog, whether or not it's a sandwich, is up for debate, and I don't even no, like it anyways. No, it's a taco. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Wait, what? No. A hot dog is a taco. Yes. No. No. It, no. According look, to look, the look, cube look. rule, according to the cube rule, a hot dog is a taco. <laughs> look, 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 look. I've I've let you, you know, die on like a lot of questionable hills before, but yeah. you. You cannot be saying this seriously. I yeah, am please. saying this. I will put this in the chat. There is a there is a website. It's called I think the Cube Rule. Um, and no, it, 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 no, it is a system. I, it is no. a system. If you want to classify hot dogs and tacos under one umbrella, sure. But that umbrella is not taco. Listen, it is a What's system that? in a which based foods. on it is a system based on which like if you were to take the food and think of it as a cube and like which sides of the cube are like covered you can identify anything from one of six categories either the food is toast it's a sandwich it's a taco it's sushi soup slash salad or bread bowl or a calzone right so like for example toast is toast pizza is also toast sandwich what sandwich where it's like pizza is toast because it's one-sided anyway I see where I see where you're going with this in that there are labels listed for things and that's it's, not it's, necessarily... it's a very like it's a very like mathematical like just by visual right because like, by definition it. like cracker is also toast because yes a crack yes that, exactly yeah. a Ritz cracker would also yeah, be toast but but um, but you won't actually think of like oh I'm gonna get some toast and pull out like put right. a bunch of Ritz exactly um right. so like by this definition a taco is when three adjacent sides of the cube are like breading and then the rest of it's exposed that would be a hot dog. So a hot dog would be a taco according to this classification system. You might not agree with the system, but it's there. I, I, I think the system is not flawed. I think the semantics are flawed. I think, I think a, a burrito be would be considered a burrito would be considered sushi because it's wrapped on four sides and then the top and bottom are exposed. But sushi um, are bread. Depends. No, no, I, well, I think I think the issue here is the labeling is very. Uh, yeah, no, the semantics uh, is garbage. The semantics mean, yeah, is garbage. You, you might like, not like it, but I like it. And then according to the system, a pop tart is a calzone because it's covered on all six sides. But yeah. Uh, again, semantics are questionable. The system itself, yeah. in terms of you know classifying bread and filling based foods, is solid. 
but your semantics are wrong. If you, <laughs> if I ever hear you say, if we are ever in person, and like if we're ever together in person, and you say to my face, a hot dog is a taco, you will be slapped <laughs> with no remorse. All right, come over here so I can say it to your face. Square up. All right, while they, um, while these two fight about the tacos. Um, but going back to the original question, my, fa- my favorite sandwich. Um, I personally love tuna melts. I love like tuna and mm. cheese and like lettuce and tomato. I always put like mustard and mayo like together with the tuna melt. Mm. That, that, that always slaps for me. Um, there is a specific sandwich that I have only had for a year in my life. And it was a specific sandwich that my college campus would serve. And it was called the High Nooner. Both of you might know what this is. Uh, I have never had this. You've never had the High Nooner? It's no. the best sandwich. Okay. Basically, it was a it was a croissant, and then they cut the croissant in half, and they put grilled chicken in the croissant. They put chopped salad in there. It's like pepper and like uh, pepper and like what was the? It might have been onion. I don't remember what the what the white stuff was. I think it was onion, but maybe I'm wrong. It was like pepper and onion, and then they put like this aioli, which is basically just fancy mayo. They put that on there. Oh my god, that it was so flaky. It was so nice. It was just add so much Those flavor. It was really good. I'm not gonna lie. And you I are never... ma- you are ma- you are and making the... me very hungry now. I'm sorry, but yeah, and like <laughs> the, the the but yeah, like the sandwich got discontinued after my freshman year, um, and so I miss it dearly, and I don't think it's coming back, and so I have to just at some point just make it on my own and try to find the recipe or like recreate it, reverse engineer it. Um, I have exactly really one cool. ingredient in my apartment right now for the high nooner, and that is croissants. Oh, well, that's that's the first step. Um, all right, I'm going to... What else is there with the questions? Um, a reminder for everyone else as well. Uh, we're going for about five to ten minutes before uh, calling it. So. Eli has a question yeah. about the podcast. <laughs> instead of just uh, we should probably highlight those. Um, okay, will we ever find out what was up with train bombing? If you won't tell us, at least tell us if we will find out eventually. I feel like we've all answered pl- this question a couple all, times so far. All but, plans yeah. are in place for the reveal to happen during the show. With that said... If this show ends up taking place in space, I cannot guarantee that we will find out what happens with the train bomb. And knowing these guys, we might end up in space. Uh, This is like very slight spoiler for like the beginning of arc four. But all I'm going to say is the idea of the show occurring in space has gone from absolutely unfathomable to, you know, it could. It's possible. (laughs) Deoxys wants to know your location. <laughs> um, Honestly, the more you guys talk about this, the more likely that space could happen. Especially if I find a solid plot point and reason for them to be in space. Bro, I'm sending them up there. I got a rocket so on my answer... desk right now. If, for those of you watching the Twitch right now, next to my Rubik's Cube is a rocket. I'm planning on shoving them a chop and trico up there and shooting them up to who knows where. So Why would we need a rocket? Let's just get Rayquaza or something. And in any case, the short <laughs> answer is that there is a plan in place to reveal it at some point, but we don't. You say this like you it. know the plan. You don't know the plan. I, I know. I'm just interpreting. I'm interpreting what you just said. You're literally just repeating the words. Okay. Well. <laughs> That's his interpretation. Um. Any more uh, non-food related questions? Partly because I do want to keep this podcast related, and also, uh, how do you make a perfect salad? It just sounds like a terrible question to ask. Not not in terms of like it being a bad question. But because we will spend so much time on the difference between types of lettuce that uh, Muhammad will not be able to. Honestly, so. yeah, yeah. Like while while I'm here, if we have any podcast questions, 
Let, let, let's get let's get those briefly, done. But the, the key to making a good salad is honestly oh, just like add a little bit of add a little bit of vegetable oil, add a little bit of, like salt, add a little bit of pepper, and it, it doesn't taste like you're eating like out of a bottle. That's it. Um, question from Pure Glacier: What color is a fire hydrant? Yellow. Uh, Next question. Really? Or uh, red? Where I'm, where I'm from. Well, where I'm from, they're usually red, like classically, but I've seen like some black ones and like some silver ones and whatever. And they don't look I... like the traditional fire hydrant like shape. They're there. Uh, will you add uh, some of the bootleg items to your story, stuff like orange berries? Ooh, that's an interesting concept. I don't actually know if that's in the system right now. So for both of you, uh, in the Explorers of Sky games in particular, they have the regular items like Oren with an A berries, and that's the one that heals you. And there's Oren with an E that are supposed to like trick you into accidentally using them, and they have negative side effects for the most part. So I think this one does damage. Um, either that or decreases hunger or something along those lines. But uh, that would be a cool thing. I think it would be confusing. Um, it would confusing. definitely be tough to do in a published system. Yeah, because you can kind of just look at your item box and see, you know what? Or the biggest way is how can the DM give them an orange berry, keeping it above level while also implying that it's a bad one? Like I can't say, yeah, you know, like hey, it, go, go, it, put an orange berry in your system, spell it with an e, and it's like what? Yeah, it, it's logistically it's tough to do, especially the way we do things. It's tough because you know, like we have Google Sheets for our character sheets, and you know, we all or I guess we all can look at each other, all the like the character sheets for Kyle and Ralph. So it, it's it's tougher to implement, right? Yeah, and the, the, alternatively, I I say, hey, you get an orange berry. Uh, are you gonna heal yourself? Yeah, I heal myself eating both my orange berries. Great, the first one heals you, the second one does damage. What? Why? Like that that just seems like out of nowhere. I would prefer as much as possible to keep things above table so that if you if you make a bad decision, I want you to know the reason why that decision happened, rather and than it wasn't saying just a bad dice roll or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like if if it's a bad dice roll, at least I want to make sure you roll that die, right? As yes, opposed to an yeah, orange berry, exactly. it's hard to specify. Oh, this is an e berry, without explicitly saying it. And if I don't say it, then that just seems like okay. Well, the DM's kind of just hating, right? So yeah, an e berry. It's like an e card, but you know, you're much more sad when you open it. <laughs> Oof. Um. That does seem like all of the questions we have. On top of that, we are slowly reaching our little time limit here. Um, thank you very much for checking this out. Uh, we appreciate all of you for joining us. I'm glad to see that Twitch is not as uh, broken as possible. Uh, we still have all our viewers and stuff. Uh, I'm going to do a bunch of announcements and stuff like that uh, that come off the top of my head. Uh, feel free to stick around for those or not. This is also for the podcast as well if you're listening to this. Um, so uh, what we have so far... I don't know what exactly uh, our plan is for s scheduling episodes and stuff like that. My guess is this Q&A comes out on Tuesday, but I'm hesitant on that. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. If it's not this Tuesday, it's probably next Tuesday. Uh, and as for future recording episodes, I think, once again, once all of our timelines sort of fit back into place, which they probably will over the next couple of weeks, um, especially for, for me, particularly after the end of this coming week, my timeline just sort of clears up. So... That's for me, and then I assume once Muhammad fixes everything up on his end, and Mansoor's uh, life gets into a more consistent role, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully soon. Once you yeah. know what happens in the week that's coming up, <laughs> yep. once do, that happens, we'll get back to it. We do have a little bit of a cushion as far as our four episodes go, so like, we, right. like I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, 
really like how to get the final say on this, but I, I think once this Q and A is you know released and published, we can go back to our weekly episode. Minimal fear of uh, not having an episode any given week. Yep. Yeah. At I least for that. the at least for the near future. Right. Uh, on top of that as well, I am still in works with the uh, summary episodes for the remaining arcs. So those are, that's a week right there. Just kind of keeping them clumped together so that people can always listen to those as opposed to like scrolling all the way down for arc yeah. ones and then or arc zeros yeah. and then scrolling all the way up for arc ones. So keeping them all together, that'll be a thing as well. So uh, arc four will come out eventually. Uh, trying to see what else there is. Uh, as I mentioned, Patreon with all of the, I said earlier in the uh, in this episode earlier in the stream, uh, Patreon because of the generous donations of Pure Elysion, um Now we've unlocked a bunch of tiers, so all of those tiers eventually over the coming weeks, those will start getting uploaded. Uh, to what extent? We'll find out. But uh, as I was saying in the update episode from the other day, uh, my goal is for things to be somewhat back to normal by September double digits. So somewhere between September 10th and 20th. Isn't that all of our goals, really? <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Very true. That is all our goals. Uh, so that's a thing as well. Um, so that includes like the YouTube channel, this Twitch, other podcasts, all that sort of stuff. Going to start recording those, especially after this week wraps up and then uh, getting into uploading them as we get into that. So summary episodes as well. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the Not A Scratch history book. Did you know that's actually a thing? We have a few wonderful members of our Discord that have started constructing the history book. So this is more of a uh, novelization of the um, of the story that we've done so far. So the last update I saw, I think, was somewhere into uh, Arc Zero Episode 4 it was getting to. And rather than being like a TTRPG where they say, I rolled a 6, okay, great. Uh, it's more of like, this character is does this particular action and the character doesn't with uh, like a novel sort of appeal so um, that is in production as well again thank you very much to all the members of that uh, of that group that's working on the history book for us uh, they were working on this while I was on my break so I very much appreciate um, the fact that uh, they were that they decided to do that um, yeah in the middle of arc zero um, arc zero arc zero episode one I feel like you're ahead of that um, I might be wrong though Anyway, uh, is there anything else that I'm missing, you guys, before we uh, pop off? Uh, not that I can think of. I think you, you hit all the highlights. Uh, the big highlight is th th things are coming back. Things are coming back. We're going to be rusty, but uh, you'll see it as well, especially in the Arc 4 episodes. Like I think every episode we're like, hey, this episode is, it's been a while, and then the next one, it's been a while, and the next one, it's been a while, even though they come yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get back to some level of consistency soon. Hopefully. Yep. Knock on the fake wood on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but uh, that does wrap things up. I get to switch over now to um, my little ending screen here. Whoa. See you next time, everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye! I'm waving even though you guys can't see me. See you guys! Thanks Bye. for popping in. Adios. And then for those of you that are listening on uh, on the podcast, thank you very much for watching and supporting the Adorn region. Not the Adorn region. Not a scratch. Thank you very much for watching. We hope that you've enjoyed. I have been your PM, your DM, your GM, Anaru himself. And I've been Mansour. Oh, and I've been Muhammad. We're not playing characters today. Yeah, <laughs> wild. Whoa. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, everyone, take care. <laughs>